Welcome to Open Update by Liberate Science. I am your host, Chris Hartgrink, with your weekly Open Science Digest from all across the web, social media, and news feeds. Thanks for joining us. In this week's episode, we'll provide a brief update on the Dutch Research Council hack, talk about cybersecurity, free but not open data, and more. But first, Researchers contribute various bits and pieces to research projects for which they are often not adequately credited in the authorship. Nonetheless, we still evaluate researchers on their publication list instead of contributions to those publications. Already in 2014, the Contributor Roles Taxonomy, or Credit in short, was launched to recognize different kinds of contributions. The taxonomy includes 14 different contributions that researchers can make to a project, such as conceptualization, analysis, software engineering, and other things. And now ORCID, a researcher identifier and research output tracker, announced they will include the contribution taxonomy in the very near future. This will make it easier to track and evaluate researchers on their various contributions to research projects and publications, in order to provide a more precise assessment of their work. The open access publisher PLOS is outsourcing their article usage data, such as citations, downloads, and more, to the organization Altmetric. PLOS used to collect these data themselves, but with the improved market for alternative metrics, their own solution no longer makes the cut. They now chose to invest in a closed infrastructure where an open infrastructure from Crossref also exists. And this raises a very important question. Should we move towards a fully open publishing stack to regard something as being truly open? And on the note of openness, the International Criminal Court, which presides over cases regarding war crimes and genocide, they launched a free-to-use case law database last week. This opens up a lot of information regarding the conduct and operations of the International Criminal Court, but regrettably the materials made public remain under copyright, which limits its usage as a result. Expert on copyright and legal proceedings Carl Malamud called, when asked, the non-commercial limitation, quote, somewhat dubious, end quote, when asked about this new database. This specific scenario about the International Criminal Court reiterates that what is free to access isn't always free to use, and that what seems open may not truly be open. On the other hand, if you try to be as open as possible, you still need to watch out for some things. For example, cybersecurity. For researchers using the version control system Git to document their research, better be sure to upgrade your software because some security researchers discovered a vulnerability in Git that allows people to run arbitrary code on Apple and Linux devices in some very specific cases. If you'd like to know more of the technical details, please see the link in the show notes. In other cybersecurity news, the Dutch Research Council announced it will extend funding deadlines by five weeks after the recent cyber attack on their systems. The Washington Post reports that Amazon is squeezing libraries by refusing to allow them to lend out ebooks. Amazon uses its monopoly power, provided by copyright and the market, 
to prevent access to information, what the American Library Association has called, quote, the worst obstacle for libraries, end quote. It seems like libraries are continually getting squeezed nowadays by publishers in various forms, whether it is to pay more and more for subscriptions, price gouging for ebooks as we saw in the UK, or even being simply refused to buy specific books in specific formats. And finally, but certainly not lastly for this week's update, Coalition S and Partners released a 203-page report on Diamond Open Access Journals. Diamond Open Access Journals, as a reminder, they do not charge publishing costs and still provide open access to publications. There's too much information in this report to really do it justice in a minute or two, but one of the most interesting points to me is that Diamond Open Access has been declining since 2018, with a joint rise in gold open access, who charge publishing fees most of the time. And as we recall, the publishers are trying to see the gold open access version as the legitimate version, so they can build their business model on these publishing fees. The report also indicates that Diamond Open Access is mostly funded by volunteers, universities, and government. And in that light, it seems apt to call Diamond Open Access scholar-owned open access. That's us for this week's open update. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing on YouTube or on your podcast provider of choice. Maybe recommend it to a friend or drop us a voice message if you want to share something, some thoughts, some feedback, whatever you would like. And otherwise, I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.